Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad that you're joining us today, which is August 19th, 2020. We're going to have a really fun show today. We have with us Bracca Gatz, and she's an author of over 38 books for children. And our subject today is going to be about food addictions. Pretty excited about that. I think almost everybody has at least one of those. <laughs> Usually sugar is the biggest one of, of all of them. But... Um, Let's bring her on to our show now. Welcome. How are you today? Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Y- you know, you're right. It is, I think it's the most common addiction that there is, is, is food addictions. Um, and, you know, it's really interesting because if you, if you look into, um, you know, the Bible, Adam and Eve, there was a problem way back then with eating. You know, even the, the, right then, it started as early as then that there was an issue with, um, actually, you'd say, you could actually say disordered eating, you know, um, a problem with eating the wrong, the wrong food, you know. <laughs> so um, this is really um, something that goes way back. It's really basic. And I, I think I'm, I'll even ask you a question. This is funny, turning the tables. Why, why do you think people overeat? Why, why would people overeat? Like, a lot of it has to do with stress. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. There, there, and, and, uh, reasons, and it's also yes, self-discipline. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, like, it could be... Like, let's say a person's feeling lonely, they might overeat, they're bored, they're stressed. Like, during the pandemic is a time many people are overeating. Um, there's all kinds of reasons, anxiety, all kinds of things like that. So basically what they all have in common is, like, a, as a person's feeling of disconnection and a person wants to feel, wants to wants more pleasure in their life. They're feeling cut off in a certain way. If a person was feeling 
really wonderful. I mean, there there's there isn't that same craving to overeat or to do any other addiction when everything's going great. So basically, it's a a desire. It's 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 needing more pleasure in in one's life, um, uh-huh. and so eating. Food is one of the most basic pleasures there is, and that's why it's the most common addiction. And it's the easiest. It's the easiest, actually, to to get for for people in societies where food is available, where there isn't food insecurity, uh-huh. and people can easily get food. It is the easiest way to have pleasure. And food was designed to be pleasurable. In other words, food could have been... Um, all gray, colored gray, and it could have had no scent, no aroma, and it could have had no taste, and we could have just been made to eat it in order to survive. And, and you know, that's a possibility, but it wasn't designed like that. It was actually designed to give us a tremendous amount of pleasure. So it's colorful, and the fruit, the fruit becomes ripe, when it's most ripe, it's at its most attractive, beautiful colors, bright, beautiful colors. And, you know, I, actually one of my children's books is about this, Hashem's Candy Store, is about how, like, fruit, it comes in its own individual wrapper, like a banana with the bright yellow wrapping, and the apple comes in the orange. It's all wrapped up in, a, in, a, in such a wonderful way. And it's designed to give us tremendous amount of pleasure. So when a person doesn't have enough pleasure in their life, they keep eating because they want the pleasure to last. The, the, the pleasure that they're getting from food, they want it to keep lasting, so they just keep eating. And that's <laughs> why, that, yeah, that's, re- that's really why the addiction is so common and it explains very simply why people overeat. Kind of, that's what I do in life. Like, I wrote all these children's books because I like to explain really deep concepts in a very simple way. That's, that's, what, that's what I love to do. So that's what I'm doing now about this because I, in my life, overcame food addictions and and that's what my memoir is about, Searching for God in the Garbage. And since I've written it, I've been, I've been talking a lot, giving a lot of talks about this subject, and I've learned some new things. And this is, this is one of the new things that I've learned that I'm sharing on, on your program. It's called, uh-huh. yeah, it, it's called The Pleasure Ladder. The Pleasure Ladder has five steps, on, five rungs on the Pleasure Ladder. And on the lowest level of the pleasure ladder are all the physical pleasures. Um, So one of the physical pleasures is from food. But here's the thing. So this is the real secret. This is the key. This is how to overcome overeating in a joyful way. We need to substitute in another pleasure instead. That's really – and this can last for a lifetime because like restrictive diets – they last for a while, but how long can a person keep up with any? Because you, you, it, it's just not joyful to do that. But here, this, this is about just increasing joy in one's life. So basically, instead of when, you, when a person recognizes the reason they're overeating is because they need more pleasure in their life, then they can 
take in other pleasures. This is also empowering because a person can realize that they are the person that could bring more pleasure into their lives. It's, it's we ourselves that could do it once we have uh, the loving awareness that we need more pleasure. So, like, for instance, um, a person could turn on music when they feel like overeating, they can turn on the music and start dancing or stretching, and suddenly they'll have a different physical joy in their life on that same rung on the first level of pleasure, but it's a different pleasure. It's a new variety. Or they could step out into nature and feel the sun on their face and feel the, a gentle breeze. This is another um, sensory pleasure, but it's different than from eating, and it 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 can get a person out of the out of the rut of just um, eating when they need more pleasure in their life. They can bring in other pleasures into their life. So that's the first rung of of this pleasure ladder. And I one thing I wanted to share, which is so amazing, this is this pleasure ladder is not just a figment of my head. It's actually based on ancient wisdom. And it's based on, this is so amazing, these five rungs on the ladder, they correspond to the five levels of the soul. So the, 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 the most basic level of the soul is the part of the soul that connects to our body. So all these sensory pleasures are the lowest level of pleasure. And what, what's on the second level, uh, on the second rung, is love. And and I'm not talking about like waiting by the phone for someone to call. I'm talking about being the person that makes the call, the person that is empowered to bring more love into their life. In other words, you can always find someone lonelier. A person can always find someone lonelier to call or text. So let's say, again, the person feels like overeating. They pick up the phone and start calling or texting someone that's lonely, especially especially elderly people at this time. It, it, you can, if you can find an elderly person, they, they love to be contacted. So, you know, find someone, and all of a sudden, you don't have that same urge to keep overeating. You, when you're bringing love into your life, um, when you are spreading love, and the definition of love that goes with this ancient wisdom is to, um, to, to appreciate something, to value another person to value something about someone else so another in other words at each level we're expanding our level of connection on the first level we're expanding it to um a sensory pleasure um and it's outside of us and we're bringing it in whether that's food or music or nature or whatever but on the second level it's to another being it could be a person it could be an animal you know, even even a plant, what do you love about this flower? You know, you're, you're bringing love into your life. And um, Good. Any, question, any questions so far? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, very, very good. Oh, goody. Okay, so on the third level is meaning. As we bring more meaning into our lives, again, each level is a more lasting pleasure. So each one fills our fills the emptiness within that we were trying to fill with food, but it doesn't bring us lasting pleasure. So 
um, the physical pleasures can be fleeting. And as we go up the ladder, each pleasure is more lasting. So the third level is meaning. Doing something, um, doing something good in the world, bring, doing something meaningful, that's even a more lasting pleasure. The fourth level is creativity. And here we are, we are using our own wisdom to create something wonderful in the world, to do something positive, make a positive change in our world. And if you know, like Denise, whenever you're doing something creative, you, oh, you can sometimes go into like a zone, a state where like, like time mm-hmm. ceases to exist. Yeah, that's what this it's is. True. It's true, very a, true. Yeah, it, that's what this is. It's like a place of a place of such joy that, you know, then you really don't need to eat or drink or sleep or anything. That's you right. Like in a state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's the state of creativity. And then the highest level, the fifth level, and all these are higher levels of the, of the human soul. On the fifth level is transcendence. And what transcendence is, is a state of awe. It's, you know, what you feel, let's say, when you are under the sky on a starry, starry night and you are, you are just feeling the awesomeness of being connected to the universe and being a part of it. And it's, it's, it, can, it, it can also come from learning ancient wisdom, this awesomeness, and it can come from um, just feeling the connectivity to everybody and everything in the universe. And to the source of all energy, it's 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 that state of oneness and unity, and um, we we don't live in that state, you know, as an always state in this world, but we can get glimpses of it while we're in this world, and and each of these fills our soul in a deeper and more lasting way, and you know those glimpses of awesomeness kind of carry over throughout our life. I mean, it's something that stays with us. It happens also with giving birth. These are all like these awesome moments. And not to say that these moments don't have pain in them as well, as we know from, you know, giving birth is, is a time of great pain, and yet it's, it's one of the most awesome moments in life. So like, so like all of these things, they can have challenges, challenges in them and pain, and yet they each bring us greater pleasure. So just the awareness of these levels helps to fill a person with a sense of, of abundance about life because the main reason people overeat is from a sense of scarcity and a sense, again, of disconnection, scarcity. There's not enough for me. So a person just keeps eating to to keep the pleasure lasting, to keep the pleasure that they're experiencing eating this chocolate chip cookie to keep it lasting, they eat the whole box, and then they don't feel joy at the end of that. No. <laughs> you know, yeah, and I've been there. I really know. That's, that yeah. was like a, a vision that just became <laughs> so real. <laughs> yes, exactly, because, you know, I don't know if everybody's been there, but I've been there, and I so relate, and it's that way with all addictions. You know, it, it brings temporary pleasure. It brings temporary comfort, really, to, yes, to, a, yes, to yeah. you know, it, it, it covers up a pain that someone may be feeling, pain of anxiety, of loneliness, of boredom, whatever it is, but it's so temporary and it leaves a person feeling worse afterwards, the addiction. So, 
So all of this recognition, this is the awareness that I'm trying to spread because I feel that um, this, I, I just made up this line two weeks ago. If we expand our consciousness in this way, we won't be expanding our waistline. You know what I mean? It's like, I just made that up. I thought that was cute. But, <laughs> it's, yeah. Because there's so much to enjoy in life. It's like, and when we recognize that abundance. Oh, so here's what I suggest. If a person is a practical thing, if a person feels like overeating, if they can get in the habit of asking themselves this one question, is it my body that's hungry or my soul? They will know the answer immediately. Of course, we know when we're genuinely, genuinely physically hungry. And now with this awareness, we can recognize when we're spiritually hungry. It's, it's something different. That's why the box of chocolate chip cookies and the, the big bag of potato chips won't ever fill the soul. And that's why it's a bottomless pit and a person has to just keep going. They, they, well, they keep going because they think they feel empty and they think that might fill it because it brings pleasure, but it's not bringing the spiritual pleasure that they're craving. Um, because actually the food stops being pleasurable too. So it's not even bringing the lowest physical level of pleasure anymore when a person is eating out of an addiction like that, you know. So um, also also the healthier foods, it brings us to like, um, I think they fill our souls in, in better ways and they don't leave us afterwards feeling, you know, um, like junky, like the junk food we're eating. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they sure. bring us. They have more energy in them because they're more connected to their original source of energy. And so, eating whole foods and healthier foods just, just you know, keep us in a more joyful place too. So, um, and they have the pleasure that was naturally put into them, as opposed to um, the the chemicals that are put into. Um, to keep people more addicted to eating, you know, unnatural processed food. So so that's why we, we don't really have to count calories or things like that, but just eating in a healthier way, this is all a way of life, recognizing that we need soul food in order to really feel fulfilled in life in every way, you know. So that's that's really my main message to people and um, any questions about it or, um, you know, and anything you, you – yeah, about that. Um, a, uh, a chocolate chip cookie sounds really good right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> I didn't do such a good job then. No. Unless <laughs> maybe – Just one. No, let's just say, one. Oh, just one. Okay. okay. But, like, let's say maybe just it's one. made with whole wheat flour – Whole wheat flour and sure. like or you know all kinds gluten. of range of or, or no no you could do you can do uh, rice flour or gluten free yes. flour yeah uh-huh. exactly make it as healthy exactly. as possible exactly the less processed the better yes and and um it's just these are just ways to have a more joyful kind of life experiencing all these things plus we learn this that if you want to create a new habit. There were studies done that it takes like 400 repetitions in order to um, create a new habit, to make new synapses in the brain. 
but if you do it joyfully, it only takes like 10 times to create a new habit. So, so if we do this, this is all, there's nothing to lose. It just involves adding more joy to one's life. Look for ways uh-huh. to add a variety of joys. Um, basically, the way the brain works is um, when we are fearful, then the amygdala, the, the reptilian brain um, at, the base of, at, the, at, the, at the top of the brainstem is the reptilian brain that forms earliest. And that gets activated when we're feeling anxious or fear. So when we ask the question, and, and when, we're, so when we're overeating and involved in an addiction, that's the part that's really activated. But if we can pause to ask the one question, is it my body that's hungry or my soul? In that moment, we're activating the prefrontal cortex, the more advanced part of our brain right here in the front, in our forehead, and, and that part of the brain gets activated. Then we could think of other possibilities, of other things that we can do to bring joy into our life, to bring more pleasure into our life, because if we're involved in an addiction, we really genuinely do need more pleasure in our life. Uh, and addiction is messaging us that we need more joy, more pleasure, more lasting pleasures. So now, now that you've heard this, you know how to find it. You know how to, to go and get it. There are so many wonderful possible ways to enrich a person's life. And um, sometimes, yeah, um, um, yeah go ahead. <laughs> tell us this, um, you know, you, you've written 38 books for, for, for children. Um, how did you get on that path? Okay, well, this is the thing. I wasn't brought up like it, my parents were wonderful people, such sweet people, but they weren't like spiritual. They weren't spiritual types of people. And I was always searching. Well, I began at age 12 searching spiritually because I couldn't believe that what I saw before me was all there was to life. Like I couldn't believe we wake up every day to go to work, to make money, to buy food, to go to work, to make money, to buy food, and it just keeps going like that. There has to be more to life. What is the purpose to life? So I actually was searching for years. I looked into different religions, and finally I came back to my own religion at age 22 when I I met this rabbi when I went to Israel, and I started to learn something that blew me away. It really opened my mind. That's when my consciousness was expanded to when I, the rabbi taught me that the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. This was something I had never known before, and it didn't sound like anything I'd ever heard before. But he was the one that talked about the five levels of pleasure, and from that I understood, yeah, so from that I understood that, um, that it, it's, it's, it's spiritual pleasure that brings the most lasting pleasure. And it wasn't until recently that I learned about the five levels of the soul, but I put it all together with these, the five rungs on this, on this ladder and the five levels of the soul, and they, they correspond to each other. So it all makes beautiful, beautiful sense. So basically I wanted to write book, the kind of books I wished I had as a child. These are ah. spiritual books. Yeah, so they're all on really deep concepts, but 
and and but they're written in a in a joyful way that any child could understand. Like, so people will say to me, like, I went to Harvard. They expect me to write like these really intellectual books, but that doesn't interest me. I want to write about the deepest stuff on earth in the most simple way possible, so that anybody can understand it. So, like. Like one of my books is called The Invisible Book. It's about all these things that we believe in that are invisible, like gravity. If, you, if we, drop, we drop a book and we expect it to fall to the floor, we believe in invisible gravity. We believe in feelings, and they're invisible. Thoughts, they're invisible. We believe in electromagnetism, which can pick up a, um, a paperclip with a magnet, and yet we've never, we don't see it. We, so there's so many things, even the wind, we don't see it, but we see the powerful effects of all these things. We see the powerful effects of love, although we can't touch it. We can't smell it. So it, it, it's, it, it's making it more understandable to believe that we are all souls. We all have, or we all are, spiritual beings, although that's invisible to us. We look like physical beings, but really that's our clothing. We are spiritual beings that are clothed in physical bodies in this world. And so that's, that's what this book is about, to teach this amazing, really deep stuff on a level that a child can understand. And, what age um, group? The, all my books are for, well, my children's books. I only wrote the one memoir about my life and how I came to all this understanding right. is for adults. All the other books are for children from age, really, age zero to, like, I would say seven, age seven or eight, because they're picture books. And some are board books, so even infants are reading my board books. And um, it's really interesting. That I, the board books are for, like, age age one month to age to age three but the picture books are from like age three i'd say to age seven when they want to start reading chapter books and i don't write chapter books i just write picture books um like another one is i want to be famous it's about a boy who wants to be famous and searching for the spotlight he becomes famous overnight on a YouTube video, and then, which can easily happen, and then he loses his fame just as easily, which also happens. So then he discovers the, the light within, which never goes out. If a person starts to let their own soul shine, then all their days will be filled with joy. So it's about looking for the inner spotlight and not searching for acclaim, extern- acclaim externally. Um, that's why I want to be famous. It's, it's like, again, it's re- it's, I write really deep stuff, like one, you know, so that's what it's all about. Um, all my books are just spiritual books for children um, and then the one book for adults. Um, I, it comes naturally for me to write, for children, because I'm, I'm still enamored by the wonder of the world. I, I, I love asking questions and learning, all the time, and that's what I, I like to teach ch- of children. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I, th- I, I just think that these books, they've got to be so amazing for these kids, and for the parents to read them to the kids. <laughs> Because yeah, it's yeah. opening up, yeah. it's opening up a part of life that they just normally don't have the exposure yeah. 
Uh, right. I didn't anyway. So I I want to share that with everyone. Exactly. I, I I my life turned from I would say a gray world into a world full of color when I was able to discover that the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. And you know, there's many children also that go through unfortunately many children go through abuse or neglect and you know what that does it puts the name of my book is searching for god in the garbage it puts it puts garbage on top of that shining soul so in order sometimes there are people that need therapeutic intervention in order to put, to get rid of some of the garbage that's been piled on top of their beautiful shining soul but their soul remains pure and beautiful no matter what a person has gone through in life so they can always there's always that amazing resilience that a person can return to no matter sometimes they may need therapeutic help to get there but with therapeutic help plus the spiritual nourishment that every soul craves they can again have a pleasurable life mm. I I hope that all your books are in libraries. Some are in libraries, so people can order them. Because when whatever's not in a library, they can order the book to come to a library. They're all on Amazon. They're all on my Amazon author page, and and many are in libraries. And you know, particular Good. branches can order the books. Right? Yeah. Good. I'll have to make sure that our local um, library has them. Now I'm really curious to know if they have them oh. or not. Thank you. So Thank what you. A great, I, I love for these What ideas a great, great thing you're doing. Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you. Thank you for appreciating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What an inspiration you are. Oh, thank you. Well, you're I, you're I, an inspiration. I, I, really. Denise, I appreciate what I, you're doing. <laughs> really. Yeah, no, you no, know, I, 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 I really hope that with, um, you know, people at home with their children right now that cannot attend school that they could get right. their hands on some of these books for their kids because I, I I truly believe it'll bring some sunshine into their lives sunshine right and the sunshine also from within and without exactly exactly uh-huh. Uh-huh. When, when our souls are shining every day can be a joyful day mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. very much so so, listeners, you can get Braca Gets books on Amazon. Where else do you sell them? Right, they're in bookstores, as you know, as requested by people and okay, and libraries, okay. any place. But yeah, you could find all of them on my Amazon author page because they're all listed in one spot there. Yeah. Okay, and um, do you have your own website, or you're mostly selling off of Amazon? I, I, yeah, I actually don't need it, I realized, because they're all in one place. So I oh, just that's add good. the books to that's that excellent. to the Amazon author. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Well her her latest book is Searching for God in the Garbage. So let's well, write book that for title down. Yep. yep. Right. Thank right. You. Write that title down. Um mm-hmm. and then when you go to Amazon you'll see all her the rest of her books there. Thank you so much for coming on today. You brought a lot of light into our lives. Oh, thank you so much, Denise. Thank you for all the light that you are sharing from so many people, making everybody healthier. Thank you. 
<laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. All right, that wraps up our show for today. Join us again next Wednesday. You never know who our next fabulous guest is going to be for you. Until then, please be well. Bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.